ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show dedicated to giving you behind-the-scenes access into the lives of your favorite players. Today, Whit Merrifield joins the show to talk about beating me in the College World Series, his love for Marvel and Avengers, his favorite country music artist, and his experience on a Japanese game show. I'm your host, Trevor Bauer, and this is the Bauer Bites Podcast. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me. It's great. Can't believe I'm sitting down with you. Yeah. <laughs> Long time rivals. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mostly just you've been trolling me your entire career. <laughs> Walked us off in the World Series. Hits leader. Final hit. Off you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re- I was there. <laughs> I remember. Kind of brutal, man. You guys destroyed us today in a split squad. Yeah, that was... That was a long game. I told the umpire just going into it, I was like, this guy's making of a long game. <laughs> straight out. How many innings did you play? Uh, played five today, had four bats in five innings. Brutal. Yeah. But it was all right. Not exactly how you draw it up. No, especially this time of year where you're just cruise control, trying to get to May 28th, That's March right. 28th. Where do you guys open up? Home. We go home, Detroit. Home, Chicago, New York. I'd love to sit down with whoever makes a schedule. Ugh. There's enough warm weather cities we could. We, yeah, we open up in Minnesota for three and then go home. Like, I... Tough division to play early on. Brutal, man. I remember last year we played you guys and early on, and Saturday was the coldest game ever at Progressive. Yeah. And then Sunday was even colder. Yeah. I, I we, had to, we had to face you one day, yeah. Yeah, I pitched one of those. Yeah. Like, that was fun. We had like a 35-minute inning or something like that. And then I ran out there for the seventh, tried to get loose. That was the game. I think we won one nothing. Yeah. And Duda hit a homer. Yeah. yeah. The first pitch of the seventh was like 88 because I couldn't get loose. The umpire gave me six pitches in between. He's like, hey, we got to get this going. I'm yeah. like, it is <laughs> 25 yeah. degrees. Like, what? Yeah. And first no pitch, field. homer. Yeah, I, remember I remember that, that game. Yeah. Freezing. Pretty brutal. Kansas City, though, it gets hot in the summer. I'd, I'd much rather play, like, Baltimore, Texas, Kansas City. I mean, you guys get a little bit cold, though, in the start of the season, right? Yeah, last year was – 2017 was great. Last year was freezing. We Like, six weeks into the season, it was still freezing. We had a snow out against L.A., and I think it was first week of May. We had a snow out. And then we went on the road, came back, and it was, like, 90 degrees. <laughs> What a joke. Yeah, that's always like, we always end up playing Texas and Baltimore in the middle of the summer when it's 105 and just a sauna. We but get we, to, we get to play, do you, guys, do you guys go to Atlanta this year? Or they come to you? Do you know? We went to Atlanta in whatever, three years ago. So I'm assuming they come to us, but it doesn't always work like we that. We go there in July, so I'm sure that'll be nice. Oh, nice. Ready. Oh, yeah, I made my debut in Atlanta. Did in, you really? Uh, like July 6th or something like that, just after the Super 2 deadline. Yeah. Uh, and, that works. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Amazing, right? I'm going to play uh, like 10 days short of seven years <laughs> Yeah. before I hit free agency. But, yeah, I made my debut in Atlanta. It was like 110 or something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Atlanta's. Made it like three and two-thirds innings. It was gone. That was my summer ball growing up, being from North Carolina. It was down at East Cobb and spent oh, that's right. tons of days and just come out and you're just completely soaked. It's like you just jumped in a pool from oh, yeah. sweat and you got 
We got like three games a day down there. Yeah, I, I worked out in uh, in Houston in the summers yeah. growing up, yeah. and it's exactly the same thing. You're like, okay, I feel great. Just ate breakfast, I'm going to go train. You take one step outside, you're drenched. I'm like, I, this doesn't sound fun. No. But you're always loose. You are always loose. That is, <laughs> you never have, never have a problem gripping the ball either. No. It's always, always loose. Yeah, but get exhausted. I remember uh, actually after, oh yeah, it was after Omaha. It's, Perfect. It was right after you walked us off, mm -hmm. and I went down to Texas to train, and everyone's like, hey, take it easy for the first couple of days, because we trained outside. Yeah. Take it easy, you know, it's hot, and uh, make sure you get plenty of fluids, and me being like the 20-year-old or 19-year-old I was, I don't need to take it easy, I was just in Omaha, it was 110 degrees out there, I was fine, blah, blah, blah. 30 minutes later, I'm like hunched over, just yep. puking my guts out. I had to lay down like this for like 25 minutes, it's just like... Dope. Trying to cool off. Southeast is no joke in the summertime. Where at? Where out in North Carolina did you grow up? Winston Salem. Oh, okay. Both my parents went to Wake Forest, and uh, after I got out, my dad played pro ball for like seven years. Uh, he got he left after his junior year, so I went back, finished school, found a job locally, and been there ever since. What does he do? He works for Wake Forest now. He was in sports marketing uh, for a long time company called ISP Sports, and then they sold their company to IMG, I, uh, yeah. IMG College. When they sold, he quit because it kind of like, used to be a like family style business and then it became corporate. Yep. He didn't like it, quit. Now he's in development with Wake Forest. Oh, okay. So he works for the school, raises money for athletic facilities, stuff like that. Gotcha. And my brother is a freshman at Wake, baseball player. And you decided to go to South Carolina? I did. Being from North Carolina and family dad, roots yeah. at Wake. Yeah. My dad was the two-time uh, ACC Player of the Year. Still holds the ACC record for average. Hit like 476 or something his junior year. Um, in the Hall of Fame there, I just didn't want to go and have to be like compared to him. In a shadow. Did, so. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I know if we went to South Carolina, we had a chance to win a championship. So. Yep. And we did. You got, uh, yeah, you were right on the front end of that, like, Historic streak. You guys yeah, swept I was playoffs good. for like three years. What's that? You guys swept playoffs for like three yeah. years. Yeah, so we uh, we still, I think we hold a record for postseason wins now because in Omaha we lost the first game to Oklahoma. Right. They won six in a row, and they didn't lose a game in the postseason in 11. And then they didn't lose to the final they series. They didn't lose to the finals in 12. Yeah, when so I think it was Arizona, run. right? Crazy run. They lost to uh, – uh, Virginia? Was it Virginia that was year? Virginia? I think it was Virginia they lost to in 12. Yeah. But you left after 10, right? So you were only there for the yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. I was a ninth rounder and I was kind of on the fringe of whether I wanted to go back or stay. And um, we, we won the World Series. I was like, you got to go. What better way to go? Yeah. So you were you 11 draft? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you might have been. I wasn't sure if you were my draft or you're behind me. Yeah. So Cole and I were in 11. Mm. Um, Went into 11 ranked, like, first or second in basically all the polls. Yeah. Sucked the entire year. Really? Just, like, couldn't hit. And then uh, ended up somehow, like, backing into hosting a regional. And then uh, your boy, Kyle Zimmer, came in and just shoved it right up our head. He tells that story all the time. Yeah. He tells that story all the time. He was um, nasty. He still is nasty, but before, like, his years of surgery, he came up with double A in 12 or, yeah, 12. 
Was it 12 or 13? One of the years. He's a sophomore in 11. It might have been 13. Got drafted in 12, so yeah, it must have been 13. But he came up, and I was like, this is the this is the best pitch I've ever seen. He was um, he was like 96, 99 with like four pitches, putting it where he wanted. He struck out, I think, like 11 and four innings his first. We're like, <laughs> they need to pitch again for a long time. Yeah. But he's doing good now. He can make the team? Is there spots open? Yeah. Hey, he's got a chance. He's got a good chance. A um, yeah. couple guys banged up that would have made the team. Um, might start out in Arizona. So he's got a chance to make, to yeah. make the team. That'd be, That'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Cool story for him. Yeah. Especially if we were able to, especially if he was up when we played. Like, yeah. Well, Brad's going to be out for a little bit too, but. Yeah, that's what he said. Thank you. It'd be, it'd be lovely to see him square off against yeah. each other. We joke with him all the time. Thank you. He's one of my best friends, and I joke with him all the time about we drafted the wrong Zimmer. Check <laughs> out his brother. Bradley's a freak. Oh, man. Unbelievable what that guy does out in center field, man. He's, He's a freak. He's a freak. Super athletic, and so it's like uh, Grady Sizemore in Cleveland. Just like unbelievably athletic, unbelievably, unbelievably talented. I'm just hoping he can stay on the field, you know. Mm-hmm. What'd you get your degree in? Or well, I mean, you didn't get your degree, but what were you studying? Sports management. Yeah. Kind of the standard athlete. Major. I probably looking back on it. I've done something different, like business or something. Mm-hmm. But you into business, like separately or? Um, I'm a little bit now that I'm finally starting to make a little bit of money. I'm like, well, <laughs> you made quite a bit of money, my friend. Let's, let's let's figure out what what I can do with this. Yeah. So I'm starting to get into a little bit more, a little bit of real estate and certain things. Where do you spend your off seasons? You go back to North Carolina or? Yeah. So I've been with the same girl for 13 years. Wow. And she grew up. You mean in high school? Yeah. She grew up close to me. And um, her family's there. My family's there. We're building a house right in the middle of the two families. And mm. uh, she's got a job back home. So it makes sense for me to go home. You, uh, I like it there. When you, build, you say you're building a house, mm-hmm. you go through like all the designs and everything like that? Yeah, we're still we're in the final stages of... It's basically designed. Mm-hmm. Now we're working on the exterior, and, um, and then everything will be set. It's close to being close to being done, and then we'll break ground. Sweet, exciting. Times. How long? How long has that process been? We decided to build in January. Met with the builder middle of January. Mm-hmm. So it's taken about two months to figure out what we want. Yeah. A little longer than I would like, but she's. A little indecisive, so. <laughs> Not surprising. Uh-uh. Your dad help you at all with, uh, like, off-field stuff, marketing? Or is that mostly through your agency or what? A little bit. He's being in the sports world his whole life. He knows, you know, certain people. And yeah. So he's taught me a little bit, but Major's done a good job with off-field stuff. Mm-hmm. What about you? Where do you live? California? Oh, man, I don't know. All over? I technically live in Texas. That's where my, like, official residence is. I spent nine days there this offseason. Nice. Um, spend most of my time up in Seattle area. Oh, yeah. Training. The driveline. Mm-hmm. Nice. Spent about a month in L.A. with my parents between, like, seeing them after season, Christmas, and, like, before season. 
was in Costa Rica for a week, Puerto Rico for a couple days, Florida for a couple days, North Carolina. Big Duke fan, so I go back to Duke every year, watch a couple games. Um, My Wake team, who was brutal this year, almost beat Duke the other day. Like the last game. Oh, I know. Your second to last game of the regular season. They were favored by, Duke was favored by 32 that game. Yeah, um, that's surprising. Yeah. Uh, I was more than a little bit concerned <laughs> watching did you, that Did you one. see the end of it? I didn't see the final. I saw some of it. I saw like the first half, but we didn't look good. Guy, uh, the last play, wait. So, before the last play, that wakes down three, like 12 seconds left. Guy gets to the hole, makes a layup. The Duke guy inbounds it, grabs the ball, steps out of bounds to inbound it, and then I guess they want to have a different guy inbound it. So he steps back on the court with the ball and gives it to the next guy. And the ref, like, blows the whistle and is like, you can't do that. It's the, it's the no. ball. So Wade got the ball back, threw up this kind of crazy three, missed it, got the rebound, put it back in, and it, like, touched every part of the rim. And it, it fell out. out. It had been their first win there since, I think, Tim Duncan was there. That was in Cameron, right? Yeah. yeah. The first win in Cameron since, like, 90-something. Long time. We got swept by Carolina this year. It's pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah. I was a ball boy for Wake back when um, JJ Redick was at Duke. Oh. So I got to like, you know, feed him the ball. And I was young and it was like the first time I'd really heard like swearing at that level. Mm-hmm. Coach K and those guys, I was like, <laughs> my vocabulary's expanded. So, but it was. You guys had some good wake teams those years. Yeah, we were. It was. I was diehard wake when Duncan was there, and then after Duncan, it was. They were pretty good, and then um, Chris Paul came along. Yeah. And from like just before Chris Paul, for like ten years, they were really good, and then their coach died like unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And they kind of fallen off since. Dude, there's that one year that there's six ACC teams in the final in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. It was like Chris Paul, Jared Jack was at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember that year, like, Wake was so long. They were ranked number one, like, the mm-hmm. majority of the year. Duke, Carolina. NC State was really good that year. Yeah, Julius Hodge. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. And that was back when uh, Maryland was still in the ACC. Yeah. And they had uh, Blake. Steve Blake. Steve Blake, And a yep. um, little, like, Puerto Rican dude, number three. Yeah. Can't think of his name, but I yeah. don't know what he looks like. What made you be a Duke fan? I don't know, man. Uh, my dad, as best I can tell, because I've been a Duke fan literally my entire life, mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. The story my dad tells me is that he grew up in New Mexico, and he's a big New Mexico Lobos fan. And the Bruins, back when Wooden was there, would come in and just stomp on the Lobos all the time. So he'd go to the games, and they just get beat up. Yeah. So he hated UCLA for it. And so he wanted anybody, he liked anybody who could beat UCLA, which was like... He hated UCLA, so you went to UCLA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, so it was like Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, like Carolina, like just the old school, like blue blood teams that could beat UCLA at that time. So yeah. he just ended up rooting for Duke because he liked Coach K a little bit when he first came on. And nice. Yeah. So there's some, you know, your dad liked them, so there's some sort of yeah. background there. Not just, oh, they're good, I'm going to like them. Yeah. Um... I actually, on my official visit to UCLA, 
I wore a Duke basketball hat. Nice. And uh, Ben Howland, who I knew him at Pitt, because um, Pitt was in the Big East at the time, and I just didn't like his, I don't know, I just didn't like the Big East style of play, so I wasn't much of a Ben Howland fan. I never met the guy or whatever, you know, but uh, he was coach at UCLA at the time. So there's like the six recruits are just all kind of standing there, like meeting Ben Howland. And he's going down the line, hey, Ben Howland, very nice to meet you, like joking with some of the guys. So he gets to me and he goes to shake my hand. He sees my hat and he goes, you're going to have to take that hat off. And like pulls his hand back and goes to the next guy, like wouldn't nice. even sh shake my hand. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And then like uh, Arizona, oh, that one year that uh, I always forget his name. Darren Williams, something from Arizona. Uh, he dropped like 30 on Duke in the first half um, in the tournament. Like, I think he had like 32 first half points. Really? Yeah, he was just draining, draining shots from like 10 feet deep, half court, just couldn't miss. And uh, I show up to school the next day, or show up to the field, and my locker is just like plastered. Like the entire like locker room is just like all the Duke players like with their <laughs> head in their hands. And like... Go pack ten. Go well. It was pack ten at the time. Go pack ten. Like whatever. I'm like you, you guys hate Arizona. Yeah. Hey, how are you rooting for Arizona? They're like, oh well, pack ten. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, whatever. You get a lot of that with SEC. SEC, yeah, you hate is, SEC, but oh, they're SEC, so you're gonna cheer for them. SEC is crazy though. Like fans and stuff. Yeah, that's wild. How was the? We never got to go to South Carolina. Uh, we played in East Carolina. Um, yeah, East Carolina was fun. We played there. We lost Super Regional there in '09. That was wild. Their uh, their little beer garden yeah. out there past the bullpens is yeah. insane. We were there. It was like 28 degrees and like sleeting, like sideways sleet. Yeah. We had a doubleheader in that. Yeah. And there's literally there's literally seven people in the stands. I counted them seven. <laughs> and there was like hundreds of people in the beer garden. Really? It's just like, what are you guys doing out here? And just like chirping at you yeah, and not, yelling. What else to do in Greenville, North Carolina? Yeah. Might as well go to so, uh, get hammered. But yeah, I mean, how was it at, uh, how was it at South Carolina? It was awesome. That you guys have a pretty, good, pretty yeah. cool stadium and stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, the stadium and the fans was uh, probably the main reason I went there. I mean, we had, we were, we were getting like, because we were good in 10, we were getting seven eight thousand on tuesdays and then we'd get 10 to 12 on the weekends pretty much every weekend it was wild it was and sec except for kentucky it goes football baseball basketball which is really pretty, yeah which is pretty cool Whoa. most places I, you know some places like like i said kentucky and um maybe florida florida doesn't get too too good at baseball Turnout, which is weird, but like so Mississippi good. State, Ole Miss, LSU's crazy, Arkansas is crazy, Georgia's pretty good. I remember playing Mississippi State. They got like kind of like beer garden, but it's like these big porches all along the outfield, and they go out there and they're cooking. And I, I played center field at the time, and I remember going like during pitching changes, they'd be cooking, they'd yell at me to come over and they come out and they give me like a piece of chicken or something and I'd be eating hmm. with them <laughs> same at uh, Auburn was the same way I got a barbecue sandwich during a pitch and change one uh, one time at Auburn so you ever worried about it being like oh yeah <laughs> like loaded or like yeah <laughs> like a laxative in there or something <laughs> yeah. be pretty funny it would be they're nice people though you've been in you've been in a, a part of any 
crazy mound visits? Like, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, not not particularly. Um, you know, we've had I've had some where uh, you know the coach kind of forgets who he calls in, or <laughs> we, we had one. What was it last year? Ned came to the mound and like. I think called the pitcher by the wrong name or something, or it was it was something it was something it was something funny like that, and the pitcher left, and he was like, "Wait, yeah, I think it was Tim Hill," and then he called him like McCarthy or something. <laughs> it was it was funny, but no, not nothing like crazy. Nothing stands you? out. Oh no, I just that's a question I like to ask people because there's sometimes like just ridiculous stories that happen yeah. on the mound, or you know, coaches come out there. Um, I know. Well, I, I won't name I won't name names, but uh, a pitching coach in the big leagues currently uh, was a good friend of mine, and uh, <laughs> so he, he had a rookie at the time struggling. He walked three guys, uh, giving up a couple runs, had no outs, and uh, manager's like, "Hey, you got to go out and talk to him." And he like. Guy's debut. He has no idea like yeah. anything about the guy. So he runs out there. He's like, man, I don't know what to say. Gets out there. Uh, says whatever he has to say. Gets back to the dugout. Next pitch, pop up on the infield. Pitch after that, uh, ground ball, double play. So the manager goes, hey, what'd you tell him? It was, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. He goes, well, I told him that I really had to shit, and <laughs> if he didn't get out of this in a couple of pitches, I'm gonna shit my pants. <laughs> And I really needed his help. That's funny. <laughs> and turn around, pinch my ass together, and like walk back to the dugout. <laughs> like, ah, that's. <laughs> hey, whatever works. That's right. I, mean, I feel like a lot of times, guy struggling just needs a minute, you know, kind of gather himself. Yeah. Just laugh about something or yeah, exactly. try to break the rhythm somehow. We had a, this isn't a, a mountain story, but uh, Kevin McCarthy, who's a reliever with us, um, we were playing you guys uh, in 2017. And he's a reliever. He's always been a reliever. And we're in the American League, so he's never hit. Oh. <laughs> and it's uh, late in the game. It's a close game. So I think uh, Morales was our DH, and we pinch ran for him or something. And McCarthy is pitching. He gets through the inning. He's going to go out for the next inning. But he's hitting fourth. And uh, Andrew Miller's pitching. <laughs> so, <clears throat> So McCarthy's in the nine hole and I'm hitting leadoff and so we're down underneath getting our helmet and stuff and he's barring helmets and bats and trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> Scrambling. And he looks at me, he's like, what do I do? And I said, well, I said, it's Miller. I said, do you want to swing or not? He's like, yeah, I want to swing. I said, all right. I said, you're probably going to get two fastballs that are strikes. I said, so pick one to swing at. I said, if you get to two strikes and he sees you swing, he's going to throw your slider. I said, just, if you get to two strikes, don't swing. You're either going to hurt yourself or you're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> Right. So he goes out there, and he's on deck, and he's, he's getting ready, trying to time the pitcher up, you know, doing all those things. And anyway, Miller goes one, two, three, and he comes back down, and he's putting stuff up, and he looks at me, and he goes, did you, did you say something to me? We had, like, this, like, two-minute conversation, and he didn't remember any of it because he was so nervous about going to try to hit Andrew Miller. That was funny. I got to see Andrew try to hit. Uh, I forgot which game it was, but he just looks so awkward in the box. Yeah. The helmet on, it's like – Standing up there, like, doesn't know what to do with the bat. Like, how can you be so good at one thing and just so, like, bad? I saw a video of you hitting, like, the other day. It came up on like, Instagram or something where you were, like, doing stances. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was awesome. That was back in, 
15? Was it like a Vila? And yeah, I did. Um, Fallon pitches off too. That was nice. Okay, so I actually ended up getting on base that at that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> the Pirates manager was so mad. Awesome. He was just up on the top step, just like <laughs> staring out there, just so mad. But yeah, that was uh, Avilas, Rayburn, Brantley, and Kipnis. Yeah, was, Kipnis. I remember yeah. that. Just, they're all like, I, you know, starting pitchers don't do anything for four days. Yeah. So we'd grab like the tiger stick roll thing. And I'm always just like impersonating people and like trying to hit seeds and yeah. stuff like that. So Avilas was like, if you ever get in a bat, you got to like, that's pretty good. You got to do that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. So then he told me that game. He's like, you won't. I'm like, well, now I have to. Yeah. <laughs> you hey. can't, you won't me. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. You got on base. Yeah. Um, I've had my fair share of embarrassing plate appearances. I actually got to face my... Uh, my call or my high school teammate Mike Montgomery. Um, you play with Monty? Yeah. Did you really? Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You would know Monty. He was yeah. with you guys for a long we time. We played together. I think I was. I got in like 2011. I got called up. Triple A. We played together in like the postseason or something. So yeah. Played with him a little bit. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. He was high school teammates of mine. Actually, you know Trevor Brown. Uh, he was a catcher for the Giants. He was a backup catcher for the Giants for a little bit. I don't. Uh, but he had a little bit of time in the big leagues. And then Tyler Glasnow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Pat Vileka. So all, oh, okay. all five of us were at high school wow. together. Uh, yeah, got put out by Aaron Hicks throwing like 96 to 98 with a yagger in state playoffs. He still got that. Oh, man. He got paid, too. Yeah, he did well for himself. Yeah. yeah. He Ever since he, went, he left Minnesota, then he's like really found home in, in yeah. New York. Yeah. Cool to see. He had a great year last year. Yeah. And he's still, like, I can still see that throw. He holds the highest uh, highest velocity for an outfield throw. Really? In, like, StatCast era or something. Like really? Like, 105.6. Hose some guy at the plate by, like, 10 feet. I played with uh, Jackie in college, and he, he had one of the best arms I'd ever seen. Hicks has got a cannon, though. Yeah. Jackie was nasty in college, man. He had a good, he had a good World Series. He had a good World Series. He, had, he was so good that sophomore year that he had, he had a terrible junior. He had like 240 his junior year and still was and a first still, rounder. Yeah. So, yeah. But he was uh, obviously sort of found himself in the big leagues. He had to struggle a little bit early, but he's, he's come on. as a, He seems to come out in playoffs. Yeah. He didn't have like the best of years last year and then just raked in the playoffs. Yeah. He had a weird year. And I was, and I was talking to uh, Mookie about it when they came to play us because he was sitting like 200, 210. And he played us and didn't give any hits, but like lined out a lot, like hit ball, hit balls hard. And Mookie was like, "Dude, this has been all year." He's like, "I've never seen anything like it." So it was good to see him do well in the playoffs. Yeah, he good dude. He seems like a really good dude. Yeah, quiet to himself, humble. Yeah, good dude, hard worker. Yeah, so plays the game hard. Yeah, you guys had a quite a few of those guys. That was kind of your team. Yeah, like, we had a couple persona. big leaguers. Um, Sam Dyson was our Saturday guy. Blake Cooper was our Friday guy. Was our best pitcher. That, uh, in my opinion, he got a triple A with the Cubs. They tried to turn him into a closer. And was he? I think he was drafted by Arizona, wasn't he? Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think I played with him for yeah. like a week in high A at some point. Yeah. So he was a he was a big time sinker ball yeah. guy. And he he it, pitched the first game against us. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. just shoved. Shoved. Sinker like ball. Eighty four. Yeah. He got better as the game goes on, yep. and they try to make him a closer and try to make him throw harder, and his stuff started flattening out, which I think was the death of him. But yep. he was nasty. Michael Roth got Roth, a couple of Played with Roth for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Christian Walker, who's about to be the uh, D-back's first baseman, I think. 
Oh, wow. He was PCL player of the year like two years ago, a bit behind Goldie. PCL's no joke, man. Yeah. Ball flies there. Who else? Jackie. Uh, I think that's it as far as big leaguers go. I didn't realize you guys had that many guys on that team. I forgot about Dyson. Mm -hmm. Dyson was our Saturday guy. Yeah. He was, he was nasty. He, did, we didn't, he didn't throw against you guys, though. We went no. Cooper and Roth. Right. Dude, that freaking... Yeah. Freaking game, game two. Remember, so mad about that. I remember hitting... Klein was your closer, right? That was his name? Yeah. Klein. So I remember facing the first time, and bottom of the ninth, he came in and struck me out. 3-2 changeup. Like, he went, like, fastball down the middle, and I was like... Ah. <laughs> it's like first pitch of the ninth, like, you know, I'm leading off trying to get on base. I was like, oh, shit. And then I, I saw, like, kind of, you know, nibbled, sliders, fastballs down and away, chain, and then 3-2 change up, like, out of nowhere. I swung, like, yeah. th completely through the box. And then went around, faced him again. And then you ran to the bullpen. Yeah. It was crazy. And I was – on deck or in the hole when you ran down there and I saw you start throwing you were throwing like 150 miles an hour <laughs> from on deck I was like oh my god and then we got the bunt down guy went to third and then the manager came out and I was like oh, alright here comes Bauer and then he went back in and you stayed out there I was like alright well they're going to walk me and then they're going to walk Jackie bases loaded they're going to face Walker and then the catcher squatted down I was like Oh, shit. And like, I just got like, <laughs> oh, shit, here we here go. Here we go, yep. And then ball one, like, not close, down and away. Ball two, fa two fastballs, not close, down and away. I was like, all right, well, they're going to intentionally walk me or whatever. And then 2-0, he, like, started shaking, and it's taking a long time. And I called time. I was like, maybe he's going to throw to me. And I was like, I remember saying to myself, I was like, run on third, one out. National championship on the line. You, you got to put a ball in play. Yeah. You win. Yeah. And so I was like, if this ball's close, I'm going to swing. And it was the same pitch, like fastball, like down and away. Not a great pitch to hit 2-0, but poked it to right. Yep. And I just watched it like, yeah. oh, there goes the national championship. Yep. Just dribbling by me. Sick. Great. And then seven years later, I finally got the ball back. You finally got it. Seven years later. Okay. Okay. I got to tell you the story from my side. So I'm in the dugout. Krill. Krill. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Krill. So I'm in the dugout, and uh, I was pitching the next day. So I was charting. We always chart the day before. So I'm just, like, trying to pawn the chart off on someone else to, like, go down to the bullpen to throw. Yeah. Like, the whole game. Yeah. And Savage keeps, like, grabbing me. Like, no, sit down. You're pitching tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So then uh, there's in the eighth... We're up one nothing. There's a chopper to first, two outs. Dean. SP comes my boy in. Dean. Yeah. You play with him at all? Or? Yeah, he was with us. Okay. Yeah. He comes in to pick it, hits off his glove, tying run scores, comes in the dugout and just rage punches a wall yeah. and immediately just liquefies like all of his knuckles. Yeah. Just So then uh, tie game, we go into the eleventh. It's like two oh on uh I forget who it was, but on one of your guys and um Savage was like, hey, if he walks this guy, you have the next hitter. I'm like, it, was, uh, it was Scott Wingo, our second baseman, who, by the way, got the 3-2 at a bat, and our coach gave him the bump for a base hit. <laughs> and he, I remember he looked at him, and he, he would do this. That would be his thing. And he was yelling. He was going. And he goes, come on, let me hit. 
<laughs> there was no butt. So we squared a butt and it was a ball. That's how I got on. Yeah. The Savage tells me, in a 2-0 count, he's like, hey, if he walks him, you have the next hitter. I'm like, I've been trying to go down and throw all game. You told me to sit here. And now, okay, so I just, like, sprint down there, just, like, fire off, like, five balls. I'm like, I'm ready. Like, yeah. waving my hat. Like, put me in, yeah. please. And he, like, I remember he walks out. He, like, looks down in the bullpen, like, walks out, meets with Klein. By the way, Klein's max pitch count that year was, like, 41. That was the You're most like, he'd thrown. He threw 93 yeah, pitches that game. He had to throw over 90 pitches. Yeah, it was nuts. So he's, like, out there, and I see him on the mound. He, like, looks down. I'm, like, jumping up and down. I'm yeah. like, hey! <laughs> I'm ready. He just like leaves him in, like walks back, looking at the ground, just like looks back out there, just goes back to the dugout and, like three pitches later or whatever it was. I think it was three pitches later. It's a 2-0 count, right? 2-1? 2-0, yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, the ball dribbled down there and Krill ran over and picked it up, put it in his back pocket and left with it. Because that was the last pitch ever thrown in uh, yeah. Rosenblatt Stadium. Yep. I remember trying to get it back, talking to Dean. He was like, dude, he's just not going to give it to you. All right, so then um, got in our front office. Who's your, your center fielder's name? Ooh, Bo Amaral? Amaral. Yeah. So his dad is a scout with us. Right. And, he, and this guy in our front office comes up and goes, hey, did you ever get that ball back? And I said, no. He goes, okay. Like, that was the conversation. I was like, all right. And then, like, Probably a month later, he sees me in the parking lot. He's like, hey, I got, a, I got a gift for you. Hold on. That was the ball. He said he called Mr. Amaral or whatever, and Krill apparently um, – Amaral called Krill, and Krill was like, I've been trying to find him to get the ball back to him or something. I was, so hmm. he got the ball, and now it's with me. You got a – you framed it at all, or you got it, like, displayed? Uh, so I'm at, at my house, I'm going to have a nice little, like, trophy-type room that I'll – find a nice spot for it. I can't. I, I want one of those so bad. I have so much memorabilia I want to put yeah, up, but I don't exactly. have a space for it, you know? That was one of the... That's what I told uh, Jordan, my fiance. I was like, look, do whatever you want. I said, I want a trophy room, and I want our, like, we have a detached garage, and I'm going to have a golf simulator in it. I was like, I want my golf simulator and my trophy room. You can <laughs> do whatever, you, whatever else you want, go for it. Simple man. So that'd be cool. Because they got, like... They got everything else of mine. They got my jersey, all my jersey, my full jersey, my cleats, my elbow guard, my bat, my batting gloves, my helmet. And they gave me like a little mannequin of it. So the ball was all I got. They took all that? I don't even I, think. NCAA did or Carolina did? South Carolina. Wow. I don't even think they know I have the ball. Because if they did know, they probably asked me for it. You got to have something from that moment. I know. Yeah. Yep, and I remember walking down to the dugout, and you guys were, like, parading the trophy around the, the warning track. <laughs> Paraded it right in front of me. I was like, hey, do <laughs> you mind if I touch this? I probably won't ever see one again. <laughs> Whoever was carrying it was like, sure. So I, like, reached out and touched it. It's like this wistful, like, oh, it was so close. <laughs> and then just there it went. Brutal. Yeah, my two buddies on, the, on your team had freak injuries. Um, Tyler. We played together in the Cape. Oh, Rasmussen, yeah. is that how you say it? Or no, not Rasmussen. Um, Ramatula. Ramatula. Yeah. Rasmussen was the pitcher. Mm -hmm. We played together. We were uh, roommates in the Cape the year before. Yep. And he uh, broke his wrist in the dog pile. That's what I heard. That's what you heard. That's what I heard. 
I found out a little bit later what really happened, but yeah, I like that guy. He was a good dude. He was a great dude. I love Tyler. He had a good year that year too, huh? Dude, he raked. Yeah, he absolutely raked. That was like the biggest thing that happened to us. Is then um, uh, um, oh, Cody Regis had to slide over and play second. Like we had we had a hole in the infield. We were like trying to slide people around and move all over. But he had like 350 that year. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually the one that like basically saved our our season in the supers. Really? It was. Who uh, played in the supers? Fullerton. And Fullerton was. Cologne was he on that team? Yeah. Um. So actually, yeah, you know Christian well. Mm -hmm. So the year before, um, I'm playing Team USA. We're up in Canada, and that's when he got his shins. His shin snapped in half. Yeah. Um, so, like, that play happened. There's a big brawl between us and Canada. Um, we were staying at the same, like, college dorm complex. Really? And so they had, like, security guards with shotguns, like, all over the place guarding, what making happened? sure we didn't. So it's the eighth inning, and uh, Garrett's pitching, and the leadoff guy gets on. Um, I forget how he gets on. Garrett's just absolutely shoving. We're winning one nothing. Uh, so, leadoff guy gets on. They go to bunt to get him over to second, and we ran a crash play, bunted it to third. So Christian was at short, and he was covering second. Uh, fielded at third, turn and throw to him. Catches it, swipes the base, throws to first. Everyone's out by like forty feet, and uh, so he caught the ball, swiped, threw it to first, and was standing there watching the play. And the guy that was on first, slid into him, like, wide of the base, and, like, he was out, like, normally guys just duck yeah. or just run out, whatever. Or just slide and... Yeah, it was just a late slide, cleat right to the shin, snapped it clean in half. Yeah. Like, obviously everyone was livid. Yeah. We just, like, ran at the guy, we were, like, shoving him on the field. Our dugout was, like, going at their dugout. Like, it was bad. And then Garrett proceeded to sit 103 for the remainder of the game, for nice. four outs. He was just, like, so mad, you know. It's probably fun to have that in your back pocket. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, flash forward to the regionals. Uh, we lose Friday night. And Fullerton just owned UCLA for the past 10 years. Like, mm -hmm. they're the team we can't get by, you know? And uh, I pitched on Saturday. Did okay. Gave up a couple late runs. So we're down 4-2. Go to the ninth. First guy gets out. Second guy pops up to left. And, like, as the ball's in the air, like, Christian's got his hands, like, up in the air. Like, we're going to Omaha type of thing, you know? Celebrating. And 3-2 um, on, the, on the third guy of the inning, walks. Ramatulo comes up, is like a 1-2 count, and hits a bomb. And uh, We all hosted? Yeah. We obviously just went nuts. Um, tied the game. Game went to the 11th. We ended up winning. They made a couple errors. We ended up winning. And then Rasmussen went like complete game. He punched nasty. out 13 the next day. He just was, absolutely is he still showed. playing? No, he's done. He, bounced, he was with like 10 different organizations. He's, Never get to the big leagues? Um, yeah, he has he had a little bit of big league yeah. time. He was nasty. I thought Dude, our staff that our staff that year was nasty. Yeah. We had it was me, uh, or it was Garrett Friday night, me Saturday, Rasmussen Sunday, uh, Garrett Claypool on Tuesday, who was like an eighth rounder. Um, Klein was our closer, second rounder. We had Eric Goodell, who has been up and down uh, in the big leagues for a while. He ended up going in the thirty third round, but got second round money. Yeah. He just had like an injury history. Uh, Matt Grace was a ninth rounder. 
Uh, he's been up and down with Washington and a couple different teams. Um, Scott Griggs uh, was a freshman that year, but he ended up getting drafted in like the eighth round a couple years later. Our staff was filthy. Solid. Yeah. That's real solid. And we averaged like eight and a half runs a year or runs a game that year. Your offensive? Yeah. So we had we had the best pitching staff. We led the led the nation in strikeouts and ERA, and then averaged eight and a half runs a game. Started we actually started off that year twenty two and zero until I lost the twenty third game, <laughs> and then two years ago when we had the winning streak uh, that you guys finally snapped, mm-hmm. uh, I lost the twenty third game again. So I've blown two twenty two game winning streaks. <laughs> Somebody's got to, I guess. I mean, I I gotta imagine I'm the only person in history to have that <laughs> that honor. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine someone else has that. That was um, that series when Bruce walked us off. That was wild. That was the closest I've ever been to a playoff atmosphere in the big leagues. I mean, that was loud. Yeah. This is sick. I mean, Lindor hits the, hits the ball the opposite way. No. Gordo, like, just misses it, leaping at the wall. A couple of innings later, Bruce, the... They put that video to the Titanic. I don't know. Are you on Twitter very much? You see, like the Titanic memes that they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. They put one of those. I got, it, I got it favorite because it was, <laughs> it was fun, but that was a special run, man. Yeah. We trailed before that game. We trailed for four innings. That's wild. In that That's whole crazy. run. You guys were next level. Like it was just every 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 night. It was someone different, mm-hmm. and it was it didn't matter. It was every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we were. Uh, we were down eight nothing to the uh, in the in game two of the ALDS to the Yankees and that bullpen because that year it was Green, Patances, uh, Patances, Chapman, Canley, Robertson. I think that, was, but yeah, I mean, it was those guys. We we're down eight nothing. Found a way to come back, won that game. Yeah, and we're like, it's our year. Yeah, it's meant to be, and then. Tanaka shoved against us in game three, kicked the ball around in game four, and then just got beat in game five. And it's amazing how quickly baseball can turn, man. Yeah, no question. How long did you play with Monty for? Um, just that postseason, I think, in 2011. So they, they, I said they because I, I got called up. Until I was in high A, I got called up to be basically a taxi squad. Like, I wasn't active the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was there in case somebody got hurt. So, I didn't really get to play, but I got to know Monty a little bit. And then from spring training and stuff. Mm-hmm. Your dad ever get any big league time? No, he's got a crazy story, though. He, uh, he was a second rounder mm-hmm. with the Angels. And... Got up, got to AAA, hit like his first year. He hit like 28 homers or something. He was he's six four, two twenty. He's a different Whoa. build than me. He was a power. <laughs> you got shafted, man. My brother's got his size. Oh really? Six three, two ten, and is a deer. Her mom short or just like? No, she's five eight, tennis oh, player. Wow. So I mean, I'm six foot, but I'd like to be six three. Yeah. But no, so he gets to AAA pretty quickly. <laughs> Um, Doug DeSensei was the third baseman for the Angels at the time. He was a good player. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of two or three years go by in AAA. He's just waiting, 
Nothing ever happens since he never gets hurt. So he gets traded to Texas, plays a year in Oklahoma City. Um, I think it was Oklahoma City. Anyway, doesn't get called up, gets traded to Pittsburgh. So he's, I think he's in Edmonton. Edmonton or Vancouver is their AAA team at the time. One yep. of the teams in Canada. And he's, in, he's there and he gets called. He's, at, he's going to the big leagues. So he takes four flights, calls my, or gets my mom on the payphone. She gets, she, she, <laughs> phone, yeah, she, right. she goes, she goes with my grandfather to Edmonton, gets my dad's car, drives from Canada to Pittsburgh. My dad's on four flights from wherever he was. I think they were on the road. Mm-hmm. To, goes to Pittsburgh. They take BP. He's playing, he's going to play first base that night and hit fifth. Never played first before. Oh, so he's, solid. He's, he's, he's going around like trying to find a first base glove, like yeah. asking guys. If he can borrow a glove. Is he a righty or lefty? Righty. Okay. Well, it's a little either. And because um, he, he was a third baseman coming up. Yeah, okay. So they take BP. They want to see what he can do. So he said he, he just hit for like 10 minutes. He said he was exhausted. Took ground balls, came in, showered, got ready for the game. And then it started raining. They pulled the tarp. It rained for like two hours. They ended up banging the game. Jim Leland was a manager. And he called him in when the game got banged, and he said, he said, hey, Bill, we want you to go to Florida. The instructional league, it was, it was September. We want you to go to instructional league for a little bit and work on first base since you never played before. And he said, we'll bring you back in a week. Goes to Florida. My dad says, all right, fine. So my mom, like, is just now getting to Pittsburgh. Yep. And he's like, all right, I've got, I got to go to Florida. So she hops in the car, drives to Florida. His second day there, he, he fouls the ball off his foot and breaks his foot. Oh, no. The next year, has goes to spring training, doesn't break with the team. He gets put on the Phantom, and their, their first season is in Rosenblatt Stadium in Omaha, and he was like, screw it, I'm done. So he retired. So he never got a, never wow. got a chance at the big leagues. My mom says uh, if he'd have you know, stuck out that year, he probably would have got called up. My dad says he doesn't think he would have. But, yeah, it was wild. And then I had sort of the same type of thing in 15. 2015, Gordo goes back on the ball. He's playing pretty much left field at the time. Goes back on the ball, rips his groin, mm-hmm. like tears it off the bone or whatever. It's bad. Gets carted off the field. So we're playing the Cubs in AAA, and I had just scored a run. I was about to go back on the field, and our manager says, hold on, you're out of the game. And I said, why? He said, Gordo got hurt. He said, you're going to the big leagues. This was like the fourth inning. So... I was all pumped. Obviously, I was yeah. waiting in the dugout. Everyone was like coming up and congratulating me, and and with you know social media now, even though it wasn't announced, you know it got put Everybody. on. I, I came out of the game. I'm not hurt. Yeah, everybody so everyone knows. knows what's going on. My yeah. family's in the car driving to Kansas City because it's late at night. They're just gonna drive, and so the game gets done. I go to the clubhouse, pack up my stuff, say goodbye to everybody, walk out of my car. Manager goes, hold on. He's like, come back. Walk back in, and the uh, manager says they decided to, they're going to bring up a pitcher instead. He's like, oh, gonna. what? So I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Dude. He's like, I'm sorry. I went on the 40-man at the time, and I guess they didn't want to. They didn't know who to take off the 40-man. So I was like, all right, whatever. I was hitting like 300 at the time. I was having a good – it was like right at the halfway point. Yep. And um, I was like, 
all right, this sucks, but, you know, maybe they're, they're thinking about me. I kind of fell off the second half, and September came. I didn't get called up. And so I was like. Oh, that's brutal. I was like, this is it. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Thought about, thought about retiring that summer or that winter, that offseason. Decided not to and debuted in 16. So. How, when, when did you actually make your debut? Did you make the team out of spring or what? No, May. I should know the date. I don't know the date. May, May 18th or something like that. Yeah. Um, David Price. My first oh, day. solid. First day. <laughs> so that was another, that's another crazy story. We're playing Tacoma. Uh, we had an 11 a.m. game. We had a tea time at Chambers Bay at 3 o'clock. So <laughs> it's a, it's a, it was like a, we're all playing Chambers Bay. It was like an hour and 45 minute game. <laughs> it was great. So we get done, we play, we go, we play Chambers, we walk it. Uh, like we're finishing just as it gets dark and we're all exhausted. As I walk off 18, I get a phone call from our manager, tells me I'm going to the big leagues. It's like, I don't know, 7.30. Uh, Pacific time, so it's 10:30 East Coast time. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Get my stuff. We get to the hotel. I'm calling my family. Nobody's answering. Everybody's asleep. Call my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my fiance. None of them answer. My fiance's mom doesn't answer. Dad, stepdad doesn't answer. Dude, that's brutal. <laughs> Finally, get a hold of her sister, who's a nurse, so she's up late. She checks out of work, goes and breaks into my fiance's house. Wakes her up, tells her what's happening. This is, is by, by this time, it's like midnight. Yeah. But she goes and breaks into my house, tells my parents. And the, all the time, I'm, I'm in Tacoma, Washington, packing my stuff. I got a 3 a.m. cab. Oh, man. So I get, like, no sleep. Fly to KC. We're playing a doubleheader against Boston. <laughs> so it's a, it's a back-to-back doubleheader. Uh, no, I'll take it back. It was a day-night doubleheader. They play the first game. I don't get activated until the second game. Yep. So they play the first game. I'm chilling in the in GM's office. Finally, the game gets over. I go into the clubhouse. Everybody's saying hi. Ned calls me in and goes, hey, congratulations. You're hitting ninth. Game's in like an hour. I'm like, cool. So I unpack all my stuff. My, my stuff is on a bus going to Reno. So I called the clubby, had him bring all the stuff that I had left in my locker, like my cleats from spring training, had an old glove that was pretty much broken. Um, I had a bar of batting gloves. I had a couple bats left, so he, he drives them all down. You guys are still in uh, Omaha. Omaha. Yeah. So I, I get all this stuff in the locker, say hi to everybody. Rusty Koontz is like, hey, come on, you're playing left field. We got to go like, take some fly balls. You got to see that triple deck or whatever. So I run out there, I'm taking fly balls, come in, put my uniform on, it's game time. And I'm like, I'm, one, I'm exhausted. Right. Two, I'm like, I just got here and now we gotta go play my first major league game. You're an energy, energy drink guy? Uh, I, I'm a, I take those E2 pills, those yeah. little caffeine, I take one of those before the game. But yeah. at this time I was like, I'm, this is my big league debut, I don't need nothing. Oh yeah. Um, but I think, I wasn't really that nervous, but I think it was because I was so tired. Uh, that it kind of leveled, leveled me out. Yeah. First at bat, first pitch, Price throws a cutter in, and I'm swinging first pitch. And a uh, swing, I swear, I think it like goes like, like just under my right arm. Ooh. It almost hits me square in the chest, <laughs> but I was ambushing first pitch. For sure. I was just selling out. Uh, end up working the count and fly out to center field. 
And then next at bat, change up, first pitch, base it to the left. First homer was off Carrasco. Got him. Yep. First what, homer was off Carrasco. You get a fastball or? Curveball. Uh, yep. Just a little hanger. One, one, two, little hanger. Popped it to the left. Pimped it like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> this is like, we were like, I was like two months into the season, I had ended a homer. And then I, and then I hit, uh, took Tomlin deep the next night. And that yeah. was the only two homers in 2016. That's right. I actually remember that because they're all they're both complaining like this guy can't hit. Yep. Who the hell is this guy? Yep. He has no homers. And I, mean, I had hit eight in Triple A, so I was like, I'm feeling all right. I got ten homers in the year. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up so I was hitting like 2016. I was hitting like 330, something like that, like deep into this into the season. I was, I was feeling pretty good. Um, this was late like late July. And we go on a stretch where we, fl- we face uh, Kluber, you, 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 Darvish. Um, uh, who else? Somebody else nasty for Texas at the time. I can't think of who it was. Um, Hamels? Maybe Hamels. And then Verlander. Um, uh, some, anyway, we, fa- we go through like a week and a half where we're facing – studs yeah. like ones and I, go, I end up going like one for 25 or something I get sent down and come back up and end up having a pretty good September so I'm, I hit like 282 on the year had a good yeah and a lot of at bats yeah 17 comes I don't make the team had a great camp don't make the team and the triple a for 12 days 12 you, days they got called up yeah service time missed super two by like four days <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, god so, damn it! Yep. I hate baseball. Yep. Dude, so you missed. You would have got a ring in fifteen. Yep. Fuck. Yep. I got a ring. They, they actually called up Mondi, <clears throat> just for the World Series. Yeah. Well, that's what they do with Gore. I was pissed about that too. They do that with Gore every year, right? Pretty much, yeah. Just a steal. Yeah, they're talking about using him a little bit in the outfield this year. He actually looked pretty good in the spring. He's never going to hit a ball over anybody's head, but he's hitting line drives and putting the barrel on it. Dude, so. A guy like that, you bloop one over the infield, it's massively yeah. valuable. Yeah. You guys are going to steal a lot of bags this year, man. Yeah. You, got you Billy. You got Billy. Mondi. Mondi and Gore. Mm-hmm. That's what we're, uh, we're banking on. So, yeah. We'll see. Is that the uh, – who's in your rotation? Kennedy? So it's – Keller's our opening day guy. Big, big donkey, sinker cutter guy. He was a rule five guy. 22 – he had like a – he threw – I don't know if it was against you guys, the final – his final start, but he had to go seven innings, seven shutout innings to have a sub three for the year, and he gave up one run. <laughs> yeah, so he had like a 3.02 or something yeah, like that. Clev has the exact same story. Yeah. He needed uh, five and two-thirds to get to 200 innings, mm-hmm. and he needed to give up one run to get under a three. So the whole second half, at the, at the break, he had like a 3.8 or something like that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I want to get – I want to be under a three for the year. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to have like a 1.4 in the second half. Like, I think you can probably do it, but – like, let's set a realistic goal. It's got to, yeah. And oh, it's got to go your way. Yeah, like, let's just try to be under a three for the second half. Yeah. You know? So he works his ass off the entire second half, gets there, five and two-thirds from 200 innings, and he's got to give up one or less to get under a three. 
So goes out there, five and two thirds, like gets the se gets the second out of that inning, and is just super pumped. Like I see him, like he's like looking over at me, <laughs> out, you know. He's like, I told you, <laughs> you know. So then uh, the next guy like bloops a ball like off the cap, like over the first baseman's head. So they go out there and they pull him. And they're like, hey man, you know, congratulations. He's fired up because he got oh. the 200 innings, you know. Uh, reliever comes in, um, wild pitch, guy to second, jam shot pop up. And Jose is like going back. I, this was against you guys. Was it? In Kansas City. Okay. And Jose goes back at second because Jose is playing second now instead yeah. of third. He's only been playing second for a week or yeah. something like that. So he gets turned around like twice and like calls everybody off and reaches out to catch it and just misses it. Doesn't get glove on it or anything. So they call it a hit. hit. So the guy from second scored and now that's an earned run. Mm. So as soon as that happened, me, Carrasco, and Kluber were in the, uh, and Tomlin too, were in the dugout and we're all just like, oh no. <laughs> and we're just like really looking at the board like, what are they gonna call it? Like air, air, hit. Oh shit. <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. But he doesn't know. Yeah. He's like still fired up about 200 because <laughs> he just assumes it's an error, you right. know? So I'm walking with him back to the clubhouse. I'm like, hey, man, I'm really proud of you. I got to be the bearer of bad news. They called it a hit. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, the ball that Jose dropped, they called it a hit. And he kind of like looks at me confused. And I go, the run on seconds earned. So you finished with a 302 instead of a 298. And he just like, immediately just flipped just went and destroyed a bunch of stuff he's uh, so mad yeah that's a bummer. that's so brutal man that's a bummer because it's such like it's no it's no difference at all really but it's yeah. a massive difference yeah for you sure you know a two versus a three yeah especially in the the way they handle arbitration and stuff like that like little yeah. things like that matter glad i don't have to go through that that was why no a big reason i signed this deal was I don't want to have to deal with arbitration. Yeah. My game doesn't really like match up well with arbitration. That's yeah. So I wasn't gonna wasn't gonna kill it by any means. But no, it'll be it'll be Keller, uh Jake Junis will be in oh, the yeah, rotation. He's pretty good. He's, yeah, he's got good nice. stuff. He's, we call him uh we call him Jumbot. Because <laughs> he's like stoic and sinker slider. Yeah. We call him a little Junebot. Um Ian Kennedy. Uh, Jorge Lopez, who we got in the Mustakas trade, who's huh. nasty. He had a perfect game going two outs or one out into the ninth against Minnesota last year, and losing it. But I remember watching that game because yeah. they put it on like the, the yeah. highlights or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's na he's nasty. Um, you know, we got a couple guys competing for the fifth spot, but yeah. our rotation should be pretty strong, I think. I mean, a lot of young guys. A lot of young guys, but they're all they've all been like pretty consistent. So. It's yeah. Our, our starting pitching wasn't the issue last year. We gave up a lot. Our bullpen struggled. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. You guys lost a lot of bullpen, guys. Everybody. Gone. Everybody. Except for bullpen. Otero. Otero's like the only one that's back. Yeah. Um, so, we got Hand. Hand, yeah. Who we got in a trade. Simber, who we got in a trade last year. Um, Oliver Perez is back. But he joined us last year. That's this guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funky lefty. Um, Olsen throws from like a bunch of different arm slots. Yeah, yeah. Um, Otero, Neil Ramirez. Yeah. Um, we got Clippards with us. Oh, yeah. Tyler Clippards come, came over. Um, Did you get to know Brooks Pounders at all in camp? A little bit, yeah. That, <laughs> that guy is one of the all time great like 
<laughs> you just are, you're around him and you walk away with some sort of great story because oh. he does something stupid or <laughs> says something stupid. He's the best. He was like, I've been close with a lot of people that we played with, but I've never been like more upset of someone getting traded than when Pounders got traded. Yeah. So upset. Dude, we came up playing together and uh, yeah, we're Cal- playing against each yeah. other out there. You Southern Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nicknames, I wanted to ask you about this. What is Whitbird? That's what my dad called me. So, oh, really? yeah, they, they, uh, they, this player weekend thing, they're like, come up with a nickname. I was like, <laughs> I really have a nickname. Wit is my nickname. Yeah. Whitley is my name. And I was thinking, I was like, my dad used to call me Whitbird. I was like, I'll put that on the back of my shirt. Got a, got a bunch of, uh, bunch of grief about it. Really? Surprisingly, yeah. People, like, didn't like it. I was like, sorry. <laughs> I didn't choose it. I, mean, I, I guess I technically did choose it, but yeah. that's all I got. So I just put Who Whit- was giving you grief for that? All my teammates. Oh, like, really? Okay, okay. Really, Whitbird? All right. Uh, teammates is fine, at least. But yeah, yeah. Like, people are like, what is, what is Whitbird? I was like, I don't know, dude. My dad just called my, me. My dad used to call me. <laughs> Actually, had a pair. I used to, um, um, you know, like Nike ID yeah. back in the day in, in middle school. The shocks were, okay. The shocks were out, yep. and I customized some for my middle school basketball team. And uh, Whit Merrifield wouldn't fit, so I put Whitbird on my uh, shoes. Okay. My brother, who's 12 years younger than me, we got done. You know, we played and whatever. And like five years later, I'm cleaning my closet out, and I'm like, I don't need these, so I gave him to Goodwill. My brother, who's 12 years younger than me, came up to me one day. He was like. This kid in my school was wearing these orange shoes, and they said Whitbird on the back. He was like, are these yours? I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, the Whitbird shoes still live on in Davie, in Davie County. They're still fighting. You're a big shoe guy, though, right? Um, compared to a lot of people, no. Oh, that, I mean, there is some crazy compared shoe to guys, yeah. Like John Jay, and who I played with last year, and Ryan Goins. Uh, Strowman, like yeah, you see Strowman's video. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm man. not near at that level, but I probably have more shoes than my fiance does, which is <laughs> she she doesn't like it. But um, no, I mean, you got I, some I, flash I, to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, ever since I signed with Adidas, I really like their shoes. So got a lot of merch money. We yeah, spend it on. Yeah, know, go get some shoes. That's right. So they have uh, they have golf clubs or anything like that. Um, that's the big thing with Nike. Everyone loves the the golf clubs or whatever. Yeah, so like. I they have great golf gear. Um, they used to have a, a partnership with TaylorMade, uh. and I think that ended in like sixteen or fifteen or something, right before uh. I signed with Adidas. So um, no, I don't I don't get to get any clubs or anything. But yeah. I get a lot of shoes and stuff. Yeah, golf shoes, golf gear. I have pretty much every like color of golf pant they make. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, one of my buddies is a a Puma guy. He got just all the like fifty hats, yeah. every shade of every yeah. color. Yeah, Ricky what Fowler. You, what, yeah, exactly. That's like that's, who, that's his idol. <laughs> like, what are you doing with all? You this? play golf? No, I've never played golf. Really? Never played golf. I've been to. You're a pitcher from California. You never played golf. How about that? That's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. Um, been to a driving range twice. Been to Top Golf like four times. Yeah. I play mini golf every now and then and suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe nobody's dragged you out there yet. Oh, man, me and hitting, hitting anything is just not, it just doesn't work out, man. <laughs> it's just not a, it's not a pleasant scene. <laughs> I just, 
I swing and miss half the time at Top Golf. Yeah. Like try to get the driver. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like you're supposed to hold your thumb or something, right? And I like swing, and the yeah. ball just like dribbles off the <laughs> tee. I'm like, hey, watch out down there. My bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. No good, man. I did a uh, a golf event with some teammates, and I wasn't playing. It was one of those like spring training ones, you know? Yeah. yeah. Where they you know, have a foursome or whatever, but it's yeah. for charity. So I decided to go one day, and uh, so I was just kind of like riding the cart, following them along. Um, they're like, "Oh, you got you got to drive one." I'm like, "No, you don't want me to. <laughs> Not gonna do it." I'm like, "Oh." You, Got to putt one at least. Yeah. You can't mess up a putt. I'm like, no, nah, it's really not. It's really not good. <laughs> like, come on, let's see it. So they set me up for like an eight foot putt. I'm just like, all right. I just like go to putt. I miss the hole, and it just goes like 12 feet Blasted past. By the hole. <laughs> and they're just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I told you. <laughs> like, I'm not good. I'm like, yeah, you're not swinging for us anymore. Like, good. I don't have to embarrass myself anymore. What are your hobbies in? You do a lot of drone stuff, right? I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, drones. Um, photography, videography, yeah. Um, travel. I really like to travel. Yeah. Hard to do that during season. Yeah. Uh, but try to do that in the off season. Um, I like learning, man. I just anything. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on whatever it is I'm interested in. That's how I taught myself how to do drones. Yeah. Uh, I taught myself uh, photography and editing, color grading, yeah. video, all that different stuff just by watching a, YouTube. My fiance was a videographer before she. She's an esthetician now, but she was a videographer, would do weddings, and, you know, people would hire her to do, like, random things. But yeah. It's cool. How long did she get, or when did she get into that? She was a broadcast journalism major in college. Um, she goes to South Carolina, too? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. That's nice. So when she graduated, she did that for about a year, decided she didn't want to be in front of the camera. So she started to get behind the camera found a passion for like edit, taking videos and photos and editing yeah. them and making them look cool, stuff like that. So yeah. she did that for a couple of years um, and then decided to change career paths. So, but yeah, I've seen her spend many hours in front of the computer, editing, cropping, oh, yeah. doing all, you know, putting stuff together. Lose track of time. I'll yeah. sit down and edit a picture. I'm like, oh, this will take like 20 minutes. It's like four hours later, yeah. I'm still going. It's wild. But you need something during season, man, to get your mind off stuff. No question. No question. You a TV show guy? Or what do you do um, on the plane flights? A little bit. I mean, I'm a big golfer. I love, I love golf. Um, I'm a big sports guy in general. I love football, basketball, golf, tennis, soccer, anything that's on. Pro sports or college? College. Yeah, I'm all, college. I'm all among college. I just grew up around college sports. Um, the Panthers weren't a really, they were like new when I was young, so I didn't really get hooked on the Panthers. Never been an NBA guy, really. Um, never was really a Major League Baseball guy either. But uh, college sports has always been a, a big thing for me. Who's your team? Obviously, Wake, Wake Forest, and basketball. Wake Forest, South Carolina. Um, I grew up a big, so my dad's was with ISP, they represented like, a ton of teams. I like they did the they had the marketing rights for a ton of teams. Virginia Tech was one of their teams okay. when Michael Vick was there. Yep. So I became a huge Virginia Tech fan. Gotcha. Um, you played football? Yeah, I played in high school um, for a while, and I thought I was pretty good. And then we had this guy. His name was Cooter, Cooter Arnold, 
and he uh, went to North Carolina, was a freak, and I was a defensive back, and so I was lining up to cover him. We were doing a little inner squad, and it was a sweep out to the right, and I was over here, I was on the right, well, defensive left, offensive right, and I was going to make a tackle, and I was trying to like shed him, and he grabs me under the shoulder pads and picks me up and just holds me there. While the, while the runner goes by, he's just holding me, like, smiling at me. And I'm like, all right, this might not be for me. I don't know if I can handle this. If I can't do this in high school, I don't know if I can handle this. So then I thought I was going to be a basketball player. And I was pretty good at basketball. Um, but averaging 11 points a game for an okay basketball team, wasn't going to get it done. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I guess baseball it is. <laughs> so here we are. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You're a, a big leaguer in your third sport. It's my third sport, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Not bad. laughs> exactly. I mean, I always, you know, growing up, it was just whatever season it was. Yeah. If it was football season, I was football. Basketball, I was basketball. It gets cold out there, though, right? You guys get snow. Yeah. Yeah, we get four seasons. Yeah. It gets pretty cold. Um, not crazy cold, but, you know, it'll get into the... 20s 30s for a little while and then it's usually winter is usually around like the mid 40s yeah so it's not too bad good enough for football anyway yeah 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 we would it would get like the last like two or three games of the season would be pretty cold but the first two or three would be really hot yeah I always got hurt in basketball basketball was always where I ended up getting hurt I never got hurt in football never got hurt playing baseball knock on wood um but I Got a concussion diving into a pile in basketball. Oh. I, uh, I tore my lip all up, taking an elbow. I broke my thumb, trying to dunk. And Can you dunk? No. Can't. <laughs> tried, missed. Never have. Tried, missed. Got my legs taken out, fell, and like broke my thumb. Damn. Um, but yeah, it, no, it was. I would have I kept playing basketball, but. I realized where my future was going to be, yeah. so I just, I just kind of stopped. Yeah. I can't dunk. Uh, I can occasionally, on a good day, touch the bottom part of the rim. Yeah. <laughs> Our, uh, so we have this, I forgot their official like title, but we have this science division mm -hmm. within the Royals that measure... Uh, they have the rap soto for the hitters, and they have we do have this platform where we do jumping stuff, and they measure whatever they measure. Mm -hmm. And our guy, our guy hates me because I can't jump, and he, he can't. I'm not flexible. He can't figure out why I'm fast, and it, it, he like <laughs> it drives him crazy. He said they spent three months this winter trying to figure out why I'm fast and can steal bases, and he was like, "Dude, I just don't know." And I was like. Are you fast? Like, if you go just in a 60-yard sprint, are you fast? Or is it just, like, a baseball-specific, like, you're quick and know how to get jumps and stuff? Um, I'm pretty fast. I'm not, I'm not Mondesi. I'm not Billy Hamilton. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm faster whole, uh, first to third than I am, like, stealing a base. I, 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 uh, so as, I, as I get going, yeah. I get faster. Yep. So, not great. For stealing the base, but I rely yeah, on other things. Doesn't seem to be back a whole lot. Yeah, you led the league I mean, last year, right? Yeah, a lot of that is freedom. 
from yeah. the coaching staff. Yeah. And a lot of that is, um, you know, just instincts. Yeah. Knowing when to go, knowing. Picking pitches and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. So. Your brother's at Wake Forest, right? Mm-hmm. They have a pretty crazy sports science or whatever lab there, right? It was a big part of my dad's job was raising money for that. Really? Thing. So it's they put like ten million or something into it. Lab. Yeah. yeah, they had. They just had right before I came out for spring training. They had all thirty big league teams there, like learning about it. Really? Yeah. So now, like individually, all teams came out, or did they like? It was like one big. So they advertised like a summit yeah. or something to like have everybody come out. So Wake Wake Baptist is a huge hospital um, in Winston, and they have a doctor over that's analyzing everything. You know, hmm. stress on the elbow, all that stuff. Yeah. It's cool. They got, it's it's really neat. They got, um, they're on the third base side. So they're dug out and then past the dugout, like behind the wall is their uh, bullpen, the out, outdoor okay. bullpen. Yep. And then there's a big like garage door that opens up into their indoor bullpen. And their indoor bullpen has, I mean, hundreds of cameras like surrounding it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I know uh, the guys at Driveline talk to them like a decent amount mm -hmm. and like kind of follow what they're doing and throw ideas back and forth. Wake needs, they need something like that to attract pitchers because it is a bam box. Really? It's a great place to hit. They, they like led the nation in homers or something yeah, a year like or two, two ago. years ago. Yeah. It's a great place to hit. Yeah. It used to be the old... Um, um, minor league park for the uh, White Sox, the Winston-Salem Warthogs. They're the Dash now. They moved to parks, but when Did they the built White Sox get oh, it's the AAA team. They got like in a Charlotte. brand new place in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, so they got a brand new place. They got a brand new place in Winston in like 2010 or 11. Mm -hmm. And when they built that, the college moved over to the old park. And it was a great place to hit then. It had a big double wall. College tore down the double wall. Now it's just a regular wall. So it was oh. a really, really, really good place to hit. <laughs> Built their team on offense, huh? Exactly. That's interesting. I wish I had some of that, some of that stuff in in college, but baseball on the West Coast is so different. College baseball, anyway. Yeah. Like, it's not no money in it. From like, it doesn't generate revenue, you know. So it's just hard to get any sort of additional facilities or Which whatever. Which is crazy because baseball is such a big sport. Yeah. Like in California, but. But there's so many so, other things to do. So many things to do. So yeah. many. There's yeah. not much to do in the southeast, but go to a sporting event. Yeah. I mean, well, at UCLA, our, our field is off campus on, a, on the VA. Really? Yeah. So every time we try to get something done, like, so when I, when I originally was being recruited there, <clears throat> they were going to have a new clubhouse within a year or two, and they still don't have it. You know, it's like trying yeah. to pass. They have the money for it. Yeah. They just can't get it passed through the school and the VA and get everybody on board and right. all that different stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, out in the SEC, I see some of the, I see pictures and stuff from these SEC fields and it's like right in the middle of campus, massive facilities and buildings and stands and mm -hmm. the whole deal. Some of those fields are nicer than like minor league parks. For sure. Yeah. Way nicer. Yeah. Big adjustment for me going from because, I mean, we're, we're big men on campus going from that to playing in Burlington, Iowa. Yeah, what was your minor league, uh, what cities were you in? 
so I thought I was hot stuff because I talked my way out of going to rookie ball. <laughs> so I went to Burlington, Iowa, low A, which was brutal, terrible. I was there for a half a year, and then 2011, went to high A in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. Um, was an all-star my first year. Got sent back, 2012. <laughs> was there the whole year. Was player of the year. Um, I say the whole year. I went to double A for the last month, but I was basically there the whole year. Yep. Double uh, A was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And was there from that last month of 2012. I was there all of 13. I got hurt a little bit in 13. I missed about a month. Um, didn't, didn't have a good year. 14 was back in double A. Got called up temporarily. Supposed to be called up temporarily because um, someone got hurt in AAA in, I don't know, May or something. And uh, it just went off. It hit like 340 that year in AAA. And was there from 14, 15, 16, and part of 17. So. Can't keep you down, huh? <laughs> no, they could. They did. <laughs> they did keep me down for a long time. Mm -hmm. But high was cool. We played you guys in high there, Cleveland. You were, came up with Arizona, obviously, right? Yeah. So I've I've only been in AAA with Cleveland. I was in A ball and AA with Arizona. Yeah. Played against you guys. Played against. Um, I'm trying to think if anybody. Drew Pomerantz was with Cleveland at the time. Mm -hmm. I remember facing him a lot. I loved hitting off him. Really? He was he was <laughs> he was just kind of that guy for me. Like I see his ball really well. I just always had success off him. I can't think of who else though, but. They were in um, Kinston, North yeah. Carolina, my first year. Yep. We were playing a series against them, against y'all in, like, the second game or something. Somebody got stabbed behind center field. What? Yeah, during the game. So we had, like, Dude. police escort us from the clubhouse to the We buses. were in Chicago playing the White Sox mm -hmm. this past year, and all of a sudden there's, like, five helicopters hovering above the stadium. And we're like, what is going on? Go on Twitter, and someone, like, there was a, a drive-by shooting on the corner. Crazy. Like, you know when you pull in, so you, I don't know which way you guys go, but you pull in, you're coming down the street, you yep. make a slight right, and you pull into the, yeah. um, the parking lot. You slight right, and then you go left in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. That corner where you make that slight right, yeah. right there, like, three people got shot and killed, Jeez. like, while we were taking BP. You travel much? Yeah. We love to travel. Where all you been? Um, been, we like to go to the, um, the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Been a lot of those islands, um, the BVI's, the U.S. Virgin Islands, um, Anguilla, Barbados, uh, Turks and Caicos, covered them all. Puerto Rico. Only place I haven't been is the DR. Oh, uh -huh. so you have plans uh, to go there or no? No, nah, not really. Yeah, I mean, not 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 immediately. We're trying. We're working our way through Hawaii right now. We just. I just did the uh, Japan tour. Yeah. And we stayed, we were in um, Honolulu. That was where like our training was. Mm. So we went out there early, spent about a week out there. Um, Want to go back, go to like Maui, the big island, do all that. But I've been to Japan. How was that anyway? It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was. What is that, what is that series like? Like, what do you do over there? You're so, in there for like a week or something, right? Yeah, so, I mean, Technically, we're only supposed to be in Hawaii for 
three days to train. Mm -hmm. But like I said, a lot of people made a vacation out of it. Yeah. And then so you're there for three days, working at University of Hawaii, and then you fly to Japan on this unbelievable plane. Like it's it's called a Cumlux charter, and it's got like the whole front of it is like card tables. In the middle, there's a big buffet. There's Damn. snacks on the back wall, and there's a full bar, like top shelf bar with a barista in the front. And then the back is all like lay down, like crazy wow. seat. Yeah, it was, it was so cool. Is that one of those double deckers or? It wasn't a double decker, just no. They got the whole thing opened up yeah. inside. Yeah, That's sick, that's so, big league. Oh yeah, that was show. Royals don't have that? We don't have that, we have <laughs> straight up United, like just regular plane. We're the, we're the same way. Yeah. Sometimes we don't even have TVs in the yeah. back of the seats. <laughs> we've, had, we've been lucky to have TVs pretty much every time. But um, So we, we flew to Tokyo. Had a workout like the first day or the second day in Tokyo. And then we played the Tokyo Giants in an exhibition day three. And then we beat them. We, so we found out like we had a big uh, player association meeting the day one. And we found out like we got a purse for every win. Oh, wow. And we didn't know that. We got 10, mil 10 million yen to split uh, every win, which comes out to like 90 grand. So we're going to get about five grand to win. So we're like, oh, cool. Beat, beat the Tokyo Giants. By the way, still haven't got the money. <laughs> now that I think about it, we still haven't got paid for the, uh, the two wins that we did have. Anyway. So, yeah, you got you to hit your guys up. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that in a while. I'll have to hit, text somebody. Um, so then after that, it was Team Samurai, Team Japan, that we were going to play. So we played them. Uh, three games in Tokyo in the Tokyo Dome, which Tokyo Dome is awesome. Awesome, it's so cool. It is really cool. So loud, played, like yeah. chanting. Did they have the bands? So cool. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm still, yeah, I'm still working. Sorry. Yeah, I was, um, I was over there in uh, 2009. Actually, Pomeranz was on that team. Was he? Uh, yeah. Um, we played there right before we played in Canada when Christian got his shin broken. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, we played exhibition against their like collegiate all-star team. Played in Tokyo Dome twice, I think, mm -hmm. uh, and then played in three other, um, three other spots. Other, yeah, whatever. Uh, NPB—that's the name. Yeah. Of it. Uh, other stadiums. Travel around. Got to see a little bit of the country. But Tokyo Dome was awesome because they like they provide a band for you. So cool. And a band for Japan. And they're chanting and playing the entire time. They got so the cool. thunder sticks out there. Like the energy is crazy. So we did that. We had. Four total games there. And then we went to Hiroshima, which was cool because I was just in Pearl Harbor. The carp? Yeah. I think that's the... But we, pl we played the... Right, right. We played Team Samurai, whatever. But yeah, it was the carp. Yeah. But it was cool because I was just in Pearl Harbor a week before and then I was in Hiroshima like the next week, which yeah. was wild. Hiroshima, like... Because they, they kept it where the bombs hit. Like, there's buildings that are still like it was when the bomb... It was, Dude, I gotta it was go, spooky. I got to go see that. Spooky. That's like... Such a blast of history, but yeah. I was in Germany in 2013, and we went to, I forget what city it was in, um, but there's a Roman statue of, uh, so a horse is kind of like rearing, and a Roman soldier's on the horse, and there's like 12 people like kneeling around the horse's mm -hmm. feet. The horse has, is missing like two of its legs, and has a hole like this big blown through the side of it. And so you can like actually reach inside the statue. Really? Uh, they kept it like that, but the, it's like 
probably four to four to six inches thick of just like pure metal, and then just a, a hole missing. Wow. And I asked someone about it, and like, oh, like they left it that way on purpose because that was. Uh, I guess this city was, um, so there's a massive, I shouldn't remember the name, there's a massive cathedral there, uh, a Gothic cathedral. And the Allied forces would use that when they were flying back from missions as the like as their point to like know where they were. Yeah. So, but it was also the city, they would just, any bombs they didn't drop on their mission, they would just unload it on this city, making sure not to hit the cathedral, but they just leveled the entire thing. And this statue somehow survived, but it has like this, hole and stuff blown through it so they left it there as a reminder and like a historical like artifact basically but like berlin what part of germany was it do you know it was in um i was on the south western part kind of like we we hit a bunch of different cities Mainz. it might have been Mainz. um i gotta look this up but paderborn um stuttgart couple different places over there but yeah it was crazy like talking the we took a, a tour of the cathedral and our tour guide was actually uh four or five years old during the war and really? yeah oh. her family was like so i guess everybody in that city would just go out in the countryside and set up like tents and stuff and live in tents because there were so many bombs and it wasn't safe to be in the city but they wouldn't drop bombs out in the open country so like basically the entire city just lived in tents out surrounding it Jeez. Um, there's, you know, they'd hear the, the planes coming every night and bombs dropping. They never knew if it was going to hit them. Like, hearing her stories was nuts. So That's crazy. I got to get over and see. I'm actually going to Japan this offseason, so I'm going to make you? sure. Yeah, I want to make sure and get over there and see that. Where are you going? Have you mapped it out? Not yet. We're going to be in Japan for four days and China for four days. Um, Who's we? Who are you going with? Uh, our production company. Oh, nice. Um, and then hopefully get a couple other big leaguers. Uh, Clevenger said he wants to go over, um, going with MLB to help like promote the game internationally. Yeah, and uh, trying to meet up with some of the guys over there, maybe Otani or yeah Darvish or something like that. And I feel like um, I feel like Japan's like been my staple off season because I two years ago I was there for a game. I went on a game show. Oh yeah, out there they asked me to do a game show. Were you uh, crazy? Was Bonds over there at that time? No. Okay. I know I've seen him on, him on some on some game shows, like crazy stuff, like yeah. people on trampolines, yeah. like throwing. So this whatever. wasn't like the the guy, the translator that I was there, the company that um, set me up with it. It was the same company. The guy was like, "Yeah, I was here with Barry and Rennie oh, okay. Johnson and all this stuff," but um, it was like a American Gladiator type thing. Oh like, yeah, I had to do one event, and the event was there's a long platform, and there's a mat at the end of the platform. And like there's a but there's like a dot on the mat and there's a volleyball suspended. And so like a certain amount of feet from the platform there's a button. So when you hit the button, the volleyball drops and you gotta run and like touch it. All you gotta do is touch it before it hits the mat. So you run, you 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 get like two feet just of a head start from the button. So you run, touch the button, run, dive, and touch the ball. Where's the mat? And then they have like slow-mo replay to make sure he touched it before it's the mat, all this stuff. If you complete it, they back the button up like a little bit at a time. Oh, okay. So that was my event. And I didn't know until I got there, but it was me. It was um, a guy from the Olympic, their Olympic track team, like a baseball guy. They have a football league over there. It was a football guy. Wow. A couple other guys and then Justin Gatlin. (laughs) 
whose gold medal <laughs> just, had just come off of Usain Bolt and had just been popped for steroids like two days before. Oh, man. So it was like a weird, like, really nice guy, but like a weird dynamic. Yeah. But so he was like the headliner. So we do it, we're doing it, and I go, he's, he's last to go. I'm like next to last or two before. And the first one's pretty easy. I run, dive, touch it pretty easily. And he goes, and he touches the button and runs and like gets to the mat and like doesn't dive and touch it. He like jumps like a, like he's gonna kick it, like karate kick it and misses it. And the, the production guy, like you could see him like take off his headset and was like, looking around, talking to people, like, what just happened? Because he's supposed to be the <laughs> yeah. headliner. Right. So they asked him to do it again. And this time, they were, like, teaching him how to dive. Like, when you get, you jump and touch it. So he goes this time, and he touches it and runs and dives. And dives like he's diving into a pool. And the ball, like, lands beside him. He doesn't touch it. So you get two tries. Oh, no. And <laughs> so they shut the show down. Oh, wow. They shut it down for, like, 45 minutes and had him practice. Because they're like, this is our guy. Like, he's supposed to be the fastest man in the world. Like, he can't. He can't be out not, in the first round. He can't round. go yeah. out in the first round. Yeah. And um, so they, he practiced, and he ended up kind of figuring it out. But uh, he, he, he was like, he ended up like fifth or something. I finished second, which I was kind of pumped about. But yeah. I, so the next day I flew home, and I, I, was, I probably did like 40 sprints. I was so, <laughs> I was so sore flying home. It was like middle of the offseason, too. I was. Yeah. Not ready for that at all. But it was a ton of fun. We had a ton of fun. How long were you over there? A week. A couple, oh, okay. Yeah, ended That's up cool. spending a week. He, he flew in like the day of, did the show, and flew back. And I was like, damn. This is, this is a little That time change. Well, crazy. I mean, he, had, he also had some stuff going on that he probably had to take yeah, care of. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, no, it was just like just when I was getting accustomed to the time, we had to fly home. Did you go over to any of the glove factories while you were over there? Like Mizuno? Mizuno's big. Yeah, no, we didn't. Dude, I checked out a Mizuno factory. It was like eight or 10 stories tall, Yeah. like four, you know, usually you go to these factories and it's like half a level for baseball stuff and it's all like football, basketball, soccer, like whatever. This whole thing was baseball. Dude, they're, the stores there are crazy. Yeah. The stores are crazy. It's just like elevators and escalators and everything going up and just baseball stuff everywhere. They had a, one of the levels was like a glove making center really? so like they actually make mizuno gloves there yeah. and like break them in and like show you the whole process yeah i'm like this is nuts like, i've never seen anything like this yeah good leather i like mizuno's you drive down the street and you see billboards of like baseball players you never see that here yeah and i'm sure all you see in kansas city is football yeah yeah it's it's a pretty good baseball town when we're good but right now it's for sure it's patrick mahomes and tyree yeah. kill all football yeah. all the time they're good, man. Yeah, their homes is watch. crazy. Fun to watch. You go to any of the games? I was supposed to. I was supposed to bang the drum on the Sunday night football game. Oh. And I was in Japan. Oh. No, no. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was in California on my bachelor trip because I was supposed to get married mm. last winter, but Japan happened and pushed it back. But um, I was in California and they called me and goes, "Hey, do you want to come bang the drum?" I was like, "Yeah." Sunday night football is, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But I've been to. Last last year, or two years ago, 2017, our season ended on a Sunday, and they were playing Monday Night Football uh, against the Redskins. So we went to that game, which was cool. Did Sal Pat, Pat didn't play that game, though, right? No, Alex Smith was playing. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Pat came out of nowhere this year, man. Yeah, it was, I remember it was a big thing in KC when we drafted, because we traded up um, from, like, 
12 to 10 or something like that. Like it was like two spots to get him. And he was supposed to not even go until late first round, maybe second round. And we traded up to get him. And everyone was like, what are we doing? Why are we trading up? Like, even if we wanted him, he was going to fall to us. We, we should have got Deshaun Watson. We should have done all this stuff. And, um, yeah, sure enough, two years later, he's the MVP. He's a first-year starter. Yeah. Crazy. The stuff that guy pulls off in a football field is unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. Those no-look passes, like, I've never seen anything like that. It's crazy. It's like, and on the dot. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to watch for sure. You get to meet any of the guys? Kelsey's around quite a bit. He's a big Indians fan, Travis is Kelsey. He? Yeah. I think he's from, he's from oh, Ohio sense. or Cleveland. But he, was, uh, he, he knows Kip pretty well, I think. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Because he was uh, – we were playing you guys this past year, and he was in the little crown, co- crown club level. He was sitting, and he had his Indians hat on. And, <laughs> but he's around quite a bit, and he's, he's a good dude. Um, I met Mahomes a couple times. He's a good dude. They have the draft picks come out, like – Whatever, all the new draft picks in Cleveland always yeah. have a day where they come out and like throw out a first pitch and like whatever. The, like the Browns? Yeah. 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 We, uh, we've met a couple, a couple of guys who come and throw in the first pitch. Um, a lot of Kansas basketball guys will come out and throw the first pitch. But uh, Mahomes is usually around. He's always got his powder blue George Brett jersey on that he wears. Yeah. He's, he's, he's around the. Around he's the a game big a baseball guy. Like, that was coming a up, yeah. 12 year big leaguer, I think. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Yeah. Apparently he was nasty in uh, high school as a pitcher. I'm sure. Apparently he was pretty good. He's probably got a cannon. I'm sure he grew up in Texas. There was a, I think he beat, I don't want to say he's too young for it to be Kershaw, but he beat a big name pitcher in the big leagues right now in high school. They were in like the state finals or state tournament or something, and he they squared off and he, he, Tyan? he beat him. I don't know. I, I can't remember who it was, but I remember seeing a highlight about it back in KC. Huh. Yeah, Kershaw's a little bit before. Yeah, he's, Kershaw's more my age, my, yeah. our age. Kazmir was from down there, but he was a while back. I can't remember. I know Tyon went second in the draft. He was like a he was nasty in high school. Um, he's from down that area. Yeah, I don't know. Where are you living in uh, Cleveland? Do you have the same spot or do you move around? Uh, so, well, I've lived in the same area. Um, since well, I got called up in 14, so I was 15 and on. I've lived out west of the city, about yeah. 20 minutes in Crocker Park. I don't know if you know anything about it, but no. uh, yeah. it's just like an outdoor shopping mall. And then there's apartments up above. Apartments, yeah. That's where you live. Um, so I, got a, I get in a different apartment every year. Yeah. There's a good couple good breakfast spots there. Nice place to eat dinner if you got an off day or something. Just enough distance to get away from the field and yeah, decompress a little bit. Yeah. That's how we are. I mean, there's nothing around the, our field. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere, middle man. Middle of nowhere, but I've lived, I lived in the plaza where you guys stay. You guys stay at the Intercontinental. Intercontinental, yeah. So I lived out in that area, right up from Intercontinental, actually, my rookie year, and then past two years I've lived more downtown. And where Where is downtown? Um, it's north of the plaza. So like, the plaza's here, the fields here, downtown's here. It's okay. Like a triangle. Is there much to do in downtown? Or it's was? cool, yeah. It's, it's really grown a lot. Um, so there's a lot of restaurants. There's like little nooks like all over. Yep. There's like downtown, and then there's a river market that's like just over here, and then there's uh, Westport that's just off. Um, there's a lot of good restaurants. Um, cool, some cool late-night bars. There's like a, 
arcade, like old school, like video game, arcade bar. That's sick. That's, that's I love cool. those places. Yeah, it's like a mile and a half from my spot. And then in the summers, I'm a big country music guy, and they have this outdoor like amphitheater, like, I mean, literally two blocks from where I live. And they have these pretty big name country artists come, and it's a free show every Thursday night. Oh, that's sick. And most of our off days are Thursdays. Yeah. So we have a lot of off days on Thursday, and we'll go out. And, Dude, that's you know, perfect. Yeah, it's, it's great. Who, who's your, uh, your go-to country guy? So I actually met these guys at, we call, it's called Hot Country Nights. And I actually met them, and they're, uh, the band's called Low Cash. They, I've heard of them. Yeah, they were my walkout song towards the second half of the year um, because we were so – they found out they're big baseball fans. They found out we were there. They called us – they had somebody come get us, went back on the tour bus while the opening act was on, hung out with them. They were playing, like, their, their uh, album that just got released now. They were playing it on, like, their phones. Yeah. And they were taking, we were doing shots of moonshine right before they went <laughs> on stage. And so we were like, so there's this little restaurant that has a little patio, and we always get a table uh, for the concert while everyone's like jammed. We're over here yep. just chilling, having dinner. And we were sitting there, and we were like, how are these guys performing? <laughs> they just, I mean, and we were, we were just having like little things. They were having like triples of moonshine, yeah. and they were just killing it. And we went back and hung out with them again after the show, and we were there until like 3 or 4 in the morning. And, That's um, sick. Ever since then, we've kept in touch. They were actually just here like two weeks ago. I went and hung out with them, and so they're my guys. I, That's I, awesome. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy them. That's pretty cool. I got to hang out with the – I'm a big metal fan. Yeah. So I got to hang out with the, the Disturbed guys a couple summers back. I like Disturbed. Uh, yeah. I like Disturbed. They were playing with uh, Breaking Benjamin. I like Breaking um, Benjamin, too. Yeah, at, yeah. A, at a theater just about half an hour south of Cleveland. Oh, yeah? And on a Thursday night, had an off day. So I rolled down there, and um, it was right after Disturbed came out with the, uh, uh, I'm forgetting what album it was, but it's Sound of Silence. Okay. Um, so it's kind of cloudy. Breaking Benjamin comes on, does their set. There's a couple, a couple opening acts before that. Um, Breaking Benjamin comes out. They're okay, pretty good. You know, enjoyed it. And uh, then Disturbed comes out, and it starts kind of drizzling. And so... The way it's set up is there's a stage and then the, like the seating, like the, um, the amphitheater, like steps or whatever, and that's covered. And there's a big lawn out behind, yeah. and so there's a ton of people. I mean, this place is packed. Yeah, the lawn just like littered with people with their blankets and you know whatever laying yeah. out. And uh, Thank you. so it starts drizzling, and no one goes anywhere. And it starts raining a little harder, a little harder. So it disturbs there, like up on stage playing. And like you turn around, and there's like a sheet of like water, uh, rain. You can see it because the, like, the way the lighting was, you could just see like the water right. coming down. It looks like a sheet. And then it starts lightning. So they're sitting there playing like metal music with like rain and lightning going That's on. Sick. And it was so sick. That's sick. It was so sick. That's cool. And uh, they ended up, uh, I guess it wasn't safe or whatever because the lightning was too close. So they paused the concert for like yeah. 40 minutes. And, uh, I thought it was going to be done. Disturbed had gotten like three songs in. You know? Yeah. I thought they were going to bang the thing. But came back out on stage 40 minutes later, started off with Sound of Silence. Because, uh, I mean, they shut all the lights on stage right. and everything down, you know. So Disturbed, like, walked out. And we're, they had everything set up. They play it live. Yeah. Uh, so they got just all sorts of different instruments. Um, like 12 people on stage playing. And no one in the audience could see that they were actually on stage. 
And so they didn't even announce that their like concert was coming back yeah. on. They just started playing, and everyone's like, "What's going on?" And they like they look, and like a spotlight comes on David as he's like sitting there singing. And everyone's like, "Yeah!" So cool. It's such a sick That's scene. So cool. yeah. I got to so. I've gotten to go on stage with the low cash guys, and I've also got to go on stage with Garth in Seventeen. Oh, and just dude, like, he's freaking like big mega time. star, big time. <laughs> and we went on stage with him. Where and was like, that at? This was in Kansas City in okay. Seventeen. So Garth like has a weird connection with our clubhouse guy. Like our clubhouse manager got married at Garth's house, so they have this like whoa long time like relationship somehow. I don't know. They know each other from like way back. I guess I, I never asked him. Um. But anyway, so he came to town and he set it up to where we could go like hang out with him before the concert. And he was like, you guys want to like, when he plays Friends in Little Places, they come out with these cannons and they shoot like t-shirts into the crowd. And it's always like when he did his live show at Notre Dame, it was the Notre Dame cheerleaders. Or, so at KC, he wanted us to do it. I was like, yeah, sure. So we did it, came on stage, shot the cannons, like kind of just was sort of hung around yeah. while he was singing. And I like... After doing like stuff like that, not even performing, I get why the rock stars like were all into drugs because it's such a high. Yeah. Like you do that every single night, like your your regular life is kind of dull. Yeah. So they needed some sort of high, but I was like, this is this is some sort of rush. It's crazy. How many people were there? You know. It was at the Sprint Center and it was sold out, so it had to have been like at least like fifteen, sixteen thousand. Yeah, and That's just sick. in this little, you know, little area. I was. Um, it was awesome. So my favorite metal band is a Montemarth. They're a Swedish, uh, like Viking death metal band. Yeah. Um, all their songs are about like Viking mythology and like Thor, Odin, all those guys. You know, so it's pretty sick. That's actually my walkout song. Really? Um, anyway, I've been in one of their music videos. They did a. No way. <laughs> they did a music video where they had a bunch of different people send in like videos of them rocking out or like just do whatever, you know. So I get like a little half a second like cameo in, in the in the video. So this year they reached out, they got a new album coming out and they want they they wanted me to be in a uh in actually actually in the music video, like during the filming and everything like that. Cause I guess it's about uh like one of the songs is gonna be about like Thor throwing his hammer at whatever whoever he's fighting so they're just gonna have a bunch of people just like chucking shit in the music video yeah. and they wanted me to be on it but they're filming it in april so it's like that i sucks. can't do it yeah. out in la so i can't do it but so are you an avengers guy big avengers guy uh, i just saw captain marvel uh i haven't seen it yet two I, gotta nights go. ago. Yeah, I gotta go check that out or three nights ago who's your favorite avenger iron man big iron Dude, man guy my guy big iron man guy. i'm all about iron man i was uh when the movies first came out i was like we, we had it, we were in high or double A at the time, and a group of us went out and saw the Avengers, and like we all like assigned each, each other like like we were like twelve years old. Mm-hmm. We all assigned each other like like I was Iron Man, um, Brian Fletcher was Thor, Brett Eibner was Captain America, Alex McClure was <laughs> was um, Spider Man or whoever it was, and we all had like. When we get a hit, we would do like the, the Iron Man yeah. stuff or the Avenger stuff. It was cool. So we were hooked for a little bit, and then I mean that was like when we first saw it, and then it's toned down obviously a little bit. But I love I love all those movies. What uh, what do you got on the uh, where it stands right now? 
I heard I heard um, I heard Endgame is pretty awesome. I heard it's pretty awesome, but the well, well, I forgot what the name of the movie was with Thanos, but that was that was crazy. That was nuts. It was crazy. There's so many like fan theories and stuff online mm-hmm. about what's gonna happen. I'll be, I'll be really interested to see how they like how they work it out. So Brian Flynn, our lefty reliever, is a huge uh, comic book guy. Mm-hmm. So he's read it all, like, and is probably one of those guys online talking about what's gonna happen. <laughs> so he's he's like sort of without spoiling it, he's sort of like talking to me about you know, what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, it's it's gonna be sick, whatever happens. Whatever it is, they're going to make a ton of money oh, on it. <laughs> so much money. You a Transformers guy? Um, I've seen most of them. Not, not, not as much as I am the Avengers. So Avengers is, is it? Yeah, that's my. I love those movies. They're so good. They're just so they're so entertaining. Yeah, so entertaining. You sit down, you get locked in for like two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Don't think about anything else. Yeah. We'll Captain see. Marvel was good. Nice little twist to it. Uh-huh. That was pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I liked, uh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Those are sick. Groot. Yeah, Chris Brad, Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt's awesome. Well, he's really good. Obviously, the Iron Man movies were legit. Yeah. Um, Thor movies are always good. I, I'm partial to Thor because that's what your Amanamara sings about. Your like crew, yeah, yeah, they're all he's in all of their songs. So I'm always like, oh, like I know a little bit about Viking stuff and like mythology because of the band I listen to. So now I can kind of follow along. Yeah, like oh, those are the giants they talk about. Oh, mm-hmm. these are the that's the wolf they talk about. Like whatever. Yeah. Know? So that's cool. But anyway, man, uh, it's been great having you on. Yeah, appreciate you coming me. out. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, best of luck this year. Same to you. See you plenty during the year. So six, at least Nine, six series. Yeah, how nineteen games, games. Yeah, how many games that turns out to be? Don't be, don't be going and getting the final hit. You know, to lead the league <laughs> off me again. All right, do that against someone else. You've tormented me Dribb- enough in my career. Dribbling it up the middle. <laughs>